Hey everybody, welcome to the 5 for 5 podcast. My name is Panchito, and as always, I'm joined by Mike. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm stoked, man. This is uh, the last big story before the vote happens for the 1975 to 1980 period. Really fast, man. We are already at the end, practically. It goes by super quick, right? Yep, but the journey through history is priceless. Well, you want to get started after this? Let's do it. Okay, everybody, let's get this thing going. Mike, it's your turn. I hope you brought something absolutely fascinating and wonderful and great. Whoa, man, you're really setting the bar on that one. Yeah, I'm very demanding today. I'm feeling the pressure. Um, look, I like my articles to elicit a reaction out of me. This one did. Okay. Um, it's basically about a guy who incriminates himself in court. All right. Yeah, so I'll walk you guys through this one. Um, uh, this comes from out of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. The panhandle. That's right, the panhandle, uh, out of the Ashbury Park Express, June 5th, 1977, titled, Robert Gives Himself Away. Marshall G. Cummings, Jr. has no one but himself to blame for his less than successful court appearance. Cummings, age 25, accused of purse snatching, was acting as his own attorney yesterday. As he cross-examined the victim, he asked her, Did you get a good look at my face when I took your purse? A state jury convicted Cummings of attempted robbery by force and gave him a 10-year prison sentence. That's the end of my article. I like that. Short and sweet. To the point, man. That's how I like it. Okay, so Marshall. Marshall is uh, a guy in court. Yeah. And he's accused of robbing someone? Yes. Robbing a lady of her purse. And Oh, purse snatching. Yeah. Okay. And this woman is on the stand. Correct. He's made the genius decision of representing himself. Bold move. Yes. He decided to do it. Now, most of the time, most people aren't going to go with uh, being their own defender it's not really the smartest move yep he goes to do a line of questioning uh on the the victim correct he's like cross-examining basically yeah to prove himself correct essentially he's attempting to yeah yeah and basically he flubs his wording <laughs> yep because that's what this comes down to he stumbles over his own grammar and he said the worst thing he possibly could by by essentially saying me and my right he you took know. he owned it yep the crime basically it's amazing. He takes ownership of the crime. He says, I did it by saying, did you see me when I did it? Right. Oh, my goodness. I mean, what a genius. I mean, this I I, I like this guy only because I think I kind of feel sorry for him because of how stupid he is. This feels like a hardcore fail. Like you think of uh, the show The Office. Yep. And then they just start saying fail. Remember that gag they did for yeah, a while? Exactly. This is that. This is fail. Can you imagine <laughs> just one of the jurors? Fail. Fail. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> like, imagine they're sentencing him. You know, gavel hits the wood. It's done. Jur just goes, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Good job. You know? So he's shooting for reasonable doubt is what he's doing with this question, right? Uh, well, yeah. Before he flubbed it. Yeah. But that's the premise that he's saying this under, right? Definitely. Because that's all he really has to do is just not let them prove that it was him. Correct. And then he goes out and he essentially gives them exactly. <laughs> he gives them exactly what they wanted to hear. Exactly what they needed to hear, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, Mike, you're the judge. And this man says this thing. 
What do you do? Guilty. Done. This guy's a waste of my time. He thinks he can be his own lawyer. Just crumple up the paper. <laughs> Kangaroo court. You're out of here, man. Yeah, tossed over the shoulder. You're done. Into the jail. I think even as a judge, I mean, you're supposed to have a certain degree of like, uh, you know. Yeah, I think I'm supposed to be reasonable. Uh-huh. But I feel like I would just be like, wow. <laughs> Are you going to like lean in and be like, hey, so do you want that lawyer again? That court appointed one? Like. Uh-huh. Do you want to do you want a mulligan? I'm sure even the court reporter stopped for a second, right? <laughs> the stenographer is just like yeah, the, the typing just stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just crickets. Or you hear like the bailiff like snort in the background. <laughs> like he's trying to hold back a laughter. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Sn- <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Like, Snickering or something. <laughs> a bunch of people try to like not laugh. Yeah. Oh, I want to be in that courtroom, man. That would have been a cool uh, trial to be in, right? Absolutely. I would love to hear somebody incriminate themselves. On that level, too. Yeah. It's not just that he incriminated himself, like maybe placing himself at the scene. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, you know, I'm sure that kind of stuff has happened, right? Where the reasonable doubt now is much less. Right. Because of a little flub in details or something like that, right? You make it seem like you possibly could have done the crime on accident. You do that, right? Exactly. But this is way beyond that. This is totally. I mean, it's just like ownership, full blown. Give me the ball. I'm running it for the touchdown, taking it home to prison. So let's say you're his public defender that was assigned to him and you're looking at this, you know, this trial. Like you happen to be sitting in there or something because you're with another person that you're going to help out. This guy goes in front of you and he says what just came out of his mouth. Uh, Your Honor, uh, allow me to counsel my uh, client. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you you know, you sit down with the client. And you say, look, uh, you're under stress. You're not under duress because you can't claim duress. But you're under stress. You flubbed what you said. You didn't mean to say that. Right. Um, it's a stressful situation, Your Honor. It's a stressful situation, Your Honor. This guy needs give him a break. Give him five. We need a recess. And we're going to do it again. I'm going to I'm going to try and plead a mulligan mm-hmm. as his as his public defender, because let's face it, I'm a public defender. What can I really do for this guy? Man, I, I... it'd be a bad day for me, honestly, if I'm the guy who who's appointed this guy. I'd be like, oh, my God, he could only make it worse, maybe by like listing the contents in the purse. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine that? Yeah. So be w- funny. was it my face that was going through and picking out your max factor? Right. Yeah. You know, that's right. I went through with it. He's like, you know what? The pictures are your kids. They're not cute kids. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Jimmy on that on that roller coaster. Forget uh-huh. it. Kid's stupid looking. Or he could start with, what were you doing the night of such and such? Because I see that you had a movie ticket stub <laughs> in your purse. <laughs> that would have been my reaction in the court if I you heard that. start busting <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, I would start dying. <laughs> I feel like this is over. Like, just, do you not see neighbor? Do you not? Yeah. He might ask her if she makes it a habit of eating expired granola bars who eats whoppers melted whoppers how old were the raisins in your purse ma'am i got a stomach ache <laughs> i would die if i heard that in court yeah <laughs> like really no one no one else no one else heard that like yeah that's the only way it could have made it worse right again if i'm the public defender man i'm just like this is clearly the worst day at work well the lady though she gets vindicated by his mistake oh absolutely and you know the funny thing is you know that she's not expecting that what gets me is he's already been caught he's already done a little bit of time probably waiting for the trial yeah this woman is actually in the courtroom yeah so this thing has been going on for a while he's had to have stayed pretty quiet up to this point yeah and this is when he lets it slip <laughs> right at the end he's super tight-lipped and then all of a sudden he just gives it away you know what that's called right 
clutch. <laughs> I want him on my team. Yep. <laughs> so this guy's not that good under pressure then. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And when you're going to be your own lawyer, you have to be clutch. Yeah, you'd have to. You have to be. You're being clutch for yourself. For your own sake, yeah. <laughs> like your life like literally depends on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely dropping the ball. Big time, big time. Like two seconds left. You're going to go for the three-point shot. Uh-huh. And you didn't even make it within a foot of the basket. Like brick. Yeah, super brick. <laughs> yeah. That's when your dunk just like goes directly into the rim itself and you just get stiffed by the rim and you fall flat on your back. Oh man. Yeah. But in court. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he tried to call a timeout. Uh, he said that and then he's like, oh, oh he's like making the tea yeah. to the judge. <laughs> can you imagine that doing the tea side of the judge? Like, yeah. hey, hey, I need a break. I need a break. I uh, Can I get a do-over? Can I please? <laughs> <laughs> what does that look like? Uh, your honor mulligan? Yeah, mulligan, exactly. <laughs> Is that a legal term, your honor? All right, well, speaking of sports, I think it's halftime. Awesome, man. Let's take a timeout. A big T. That's right. And we'll be back with the rest of the show right after this. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Okay, everybody, we're back for the second half of the show. Mike, this is usually where we get into modern context, but there's a problem with this story in modern context, right? Yeah, it really, there is an issue. I think the chances of this happening have gone way down. Okay, so uh, can you elaborate? Yeah, first off, we watch way more court TV. Okay, so we're savvier. We're savvier, and we also know how savage we can get in terms of like making errors, committing errors, so, and incriminating ourselves, right? So we're a lot more cognizant of our fallibility. Like, Yes, to say it fancy, yes. Uh, there's also the fact that getting caught is just on a completely def- different level now. <laughs> okay, okay, so like... Cameras... You- cameras uh like uh slip up posts online uh-huh. kind of like that yeah like so that changes the context of this i think from 70s to now right i could see how that could change the context absolutely enough that i think we'd be spinning our wheels if we just like translated this straight up to modern context oh yeah absolutely based on that i would think that there's probably something to explore in terms of other ways that we incriminate ourselves in modern context not necessarily with the law okay but like socially right socially exactly that like for example the premise of when you post something and then you're like oops i didn't mean to post that and you look super guilty when you take it down immediately sure like you posted something about your girlfriend because you were angry Uh (laughs) uh-huh oops and you cool down and you're like i shouldn't have done that yeah bitter posts yeah I think that's one of the prime examples for incriminating ourselves now. Oh, man. The social media definitely is an easy conduit for incrimination. Uh, There's also incrimination that we do with, like, let's say on the road when we're driving, right? Well, like when you're on the road, a lot of times you can kind of almost pre-crime it based on someone's body language, you know, and how, how they're driving, you know, like. You can see like, oh, this guy, this guy's definitely about to cut me off. Oh, look at that. He cut me off. And we coax each other into it, right? All the time. 
like we we almost try to bait each other into doing some kind of bad thing on the road it's like we love to see it happen we love to see it happen and i think we like the fact that the other person risks getting caught just to do that thing to us right right like the the extreme that they're willing to go right like i've seen you know instances somebody's going super duper slow because they know the person behind them and the huge truck is going to just bomb around them on the on the right side, right? Yep. Like flooring it, smoke everywhere. And there's a good chance that there's a cop at that intersection coming up because there usually is. And you pushed them into it. <laughs> hey, you know, but that guy made the judgment call, right? That's the thing is that guy's incriminating himself on purpose out of frustration. Exactly. Is that what the car thing is? It's a frustration thing, right? I think there's a lot of frustration in it. Is frustration leading us in the social media example too? Sure. Absolutely. I can definitely see that being the case because a lot of times it's an outlet for angst for some folks. So I think in that sense, that's why it relates to the old story because Marshall maybe committed a big error. Yeah. But he maybe committed that big error because he was already like flustered, terrified, felt backed into a corner and he was just on edge enough that he couldn't think things through well that's exactly like what your public defender case would be right like you're gonna you're gonna tell the judge look this guy feels like he's backed in a corner he's trying to play neutral if he stands up to say something like you said if you were the public defender you would probably be like hey yeah let me get a mulligan right and you'd figure out a way to do it with the judge in a way that you knew how to do but we don't have that neutral when it comes to a Not lot today. of the social situations and things like that no. with the law we do we jump to the public defender right right or to a lawyer in general yeah if you can get a lawyer. an advocate of some kind yeah. somebody to speak on your behalf but socially we don't have anybody speaking on our behalfs no you're your own representation in the in the court of public opinion that's where we're maybe not good at making a judgment calls for things that might make us look bad or make us look like we're choosing wrong or taking the wrong side or something like that it's very new this level of exposure and so th the way that we handle it as as people we we're still putting it all together you know how some people choose to just bear it all on social media and use it to bear all their dirty laundry some people are the complete polar opposite and don't and and, and flee from it we and some people put on a front they put on a huge front man like even so much so that it's like bread and butter for them to maintain that front right they bear it all but none of it's genuine 100 percent. this is this is the wild west man this is the wild west of human exposure the court of public opinion has always existed however not many individuals have had this level of uh exposure to it i feel like the poll is shifting too because what we decide is good and bad is changing a lot too well yeah because you're dealing with the mob when just I, the masses is the masses and and what's popular is what the mob wants it's what the masses want and if you're doing something that is typically against a norm of of what they do then you're going to be potentially some kind of outcast or pariah even so in marshall's situation it was obvious there was a law that says you can't just grab somebody's purse yeah and he went in the opposite direction with it and then wasn't able to deal within the court of actual opinion like actual yeah facts uh, and <laughs> the actual facts and that upholds the law right right he wasn't able to maintain the false premise that Correct. it didn't happen or whatever the case may be right right but now we're dealing with a much smaller degree but rapid fire right it's a, machine gun fire yeah like even though it's a microscopic version of what marshall went through we do it 
you know, multiple times in one day. Oh, absolutely. Maybe even multiple times in one interaction with one app on our phone. I mean, even down to it, it dictates how people interact with the rest of the world. Meaning that when they're typing out their status, some people will sit there and fret over what emoji to end the sentence with. Uh-huh. Because they don't want that message to be perceived some kind of way. They steer their output based on what they think might radiate back in their direction, right? Yeah, it's sometimes it's targeted. Almost fishing for a response. Yeah, it's terrible if you think about it. Are we going to get better at it? Yes. Marshall got the one shot. That's why I'm asking. Yes, I think we will get better at it because we have constant practice every day. And the stakes are, generally speaking, lower. Yes. Uh, what's also accelerate, or I would argue hyper-accelerating it, is that businesses are catching on to this. You know what I mean? And they're fueling the, the adoption of this culture. It's not going anywhere, man. So then what's next? Because right now we're being judged on what we essentially decide to share. Right. Um, you, ever, uh, you ever watch that show Black Mirror? Yeah. Okay. Remember that episode where people that they had like that social credit system? Sure. Uh, I fear that we could potentially go down that route. So the judging is instantaneous. Instantaneous and can be uh, advantageous and detrimental at a moment's notice. But you see it penetrating every single part of life like that? Um. Yes, potentially. The reason why is as extreme as that sounds is that there's parts of the world that are trying to do that. So in this episode, there's this girl and she's terribly worried about what she can do in her life based on her rank. Correct. And she does everything in her power to be seen as somebody who's socially liked. Right. So somebody gives her a free cookie, I think, at the coffee shop. And she's like overly thankful for this cookie. Right. Because this exchange between the person giving the free cookie and her accepting and thanking this person for the cookie is all based on them getting a good reaction from one another for the sake of points. Right. The cookie giver and the cookie receiver. Now, she also uses those same points in her ranking to qualify to get an apartment. Right. And remember a rental later on. Right. Uh, uh-huh. um, uh, a vehicle rental. Excuse yeah, me. Uh-huh. She can only rent like a cheap car. Right. Because her ranking drops during the She gets episode. downvoted so hard. That's penetrating an awful lot of levels. I agree. I think, though, that we will willingly allow it to happen for for more and more exposure. So you think people are going to be hunting for uh, microscopic tastes of what Marshall went through? Is that going to be like the new exhilaration or something? Well, that won't be the impetus. You know, that won't be what drives it. What will drive it is, is the want to be seen. Oh, I see. It's evaluation. Correct. So like your ranking and you're having a high ranking basically displays your ability to handle the millions of microscopic episodes that Marshall went through. And thus, this is how awesome I am. I'm a better person than you. Yeah. Get on my level. Yeah. Learn to human like me. Yes. Yeah. Virtue signal as hard as I do. Step up that humanity game. Yeah. You know, uh, you have some cultures in society right now that are experimenting with trying to implement that already. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's happening in China as we speak. Uh, it'll be rolled out by 2020. So they moved it like currency, though. <laughs> They're moving it like currency and also uh, uh, accessibility to traveling and, and even commerce. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're somebody who doesn't pay your debts, it's only in certain parts right now, but it's going to be spread uh, nationwide. And what's going on right now is that if, let's say, you've defaulted on your loan, you'll, your face will be posted on a billboard with your score displayed. Oh. Yeah. And because they are behind what us in the IT field call the Great Firewall, Everything's controlled, including their smartphone access. 
So what happens is that if you're somebody who is on the government's bad list for X, Y, Z reason, and trust me, there's a myriad of reasons, what'll happen is that your ability to even access the train can be hindered because now remember they have provinces. So if you want to go from one province to another, you might be now isolated to your province and you can only stay in your province until you get right. They're driving this to be the new class system. Correct. hundred percent. Whoa. Whoa. We just went there, man. Getting crazy with tech. Man, every time you go to tech, you get all apocalyptic with it. Well, it's because I live in a world right now that's uh, it's still very much the Wild West. And yeah. uh, like a lot of people don't realize that like, we, you know, we've got our phones and, 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 you know, we enjoy it and it's freaking sweet. But like a lot of us don't know what's going on in the background of all that. And I can tell you that, man, it is. It's still gunslinging. We're still, you know, trying to shoot up the saloon and and, and there are, are not enough sheriffs to, <laughs> to come in and wrangle in these people, man. I, I, I deal yeah. with it on a daily basis. It's just nuts. Because you start from a premise, essentially, with the take-home message that this guy in this court is flustered. <laughs> yeah, he's flustered, man. He's being judged and didn't handle it well. And no. so we get into then talking about... Well, the fact that we're being judged more consistently all the time. But now you're telling me that the point of value is shifting and your self-worth is going to be rated on that. I mean, that would have made Marshall like a horrible person. Absolutely. He would be ranked so low on the scale. He would have been a social pariah. Immediately. (laughs) Based on the one judgment. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here kind of giggling at his story. So that already kind of says something. It exactly. speaks to it. Right? I mean, we downvoted him already, if you think about it. Yeah. And we're sharing his story. Right. Making Marshall now more exposed. We're outing the guy. Uh-huh. It's interesting how that works. Wow, it's, it's mind-blowing, man. Yeah. Well, you heard it here on the 5 for 5 podcast. It's mind-blowing stuff. And so many people listen to the podcast. I mean... It's priceless, man. It yeah. really is the information. All right. Well... I think that we've said a bunch of profound things and it's probably time for us to wrap it up. Absolutely, man. Let's get into the points right after this. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Banchito and Mike. All right, everybody, it's time to wrap up the show. Mike, you brought a simple story that got very twisted very quick. I, I love it, though. Good take-home message today. Yeah, definitely, guys. Watch it. Watch out on the internet. Watch out on being judged, man. Yeah. Get good at it, but also, I don't know, don't uh, put too much value on it, right? Don't get lost in it, guys. It's just the interwebs. Seriously, you can shut it off. Definitely do that. Disconnect, people. Hashtag. Tag all the hashes. And hashtag all the hash browns. Disconnect when you're done with it and take a little break. I believe actually the Flying Blind podcast actually talks about disconnecting. They do. I think you should listen to it and then disconnect after listening to it. Yeah, just make sure you do it after. Right, yeah. Okay, Mike, well, you earned yourself some points today. I love it, man. What did I get? You have earned yourself 5,000 advanced Chinese social credits. That's huge, man. I'm not really even sure what that's worth. I'm just picking a number at random, but 5,000 sounds like a lot because it was a good story. Yeah, I appreciate that. 5,000 seems substantial. Now you can go province to province. That's huge. You can do almost anything you want. I don't know if 5,000 enough, but it'll get you started. It's like a really good advance, man, and I appreciate that. That's that's going to take me places. In China. In China, of course. In the future. Future China. 
Well, we're not quite there yet, but we want to thank everybody for listening today and remind you to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. That's right, folks. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Mike, thanks for a great story and thanks for a great episode. Thanks, Panchito. Peace out. <laughs>